Evan Nolan, it is season two, episode double deuce of the Hall of Fame show. And I was thinking, I was thinking of who, who would this honor? Oh, number 22, Emmett Smith. Member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but I'm trying to think, is there another Hall of Fame that he could join? That he could join? What could it be? What could it be? Uh, is any of those Just For Men commercials, they have a Hall of Fame? Yes, but I think Keith Hernandez sort of beat him on the first ballot. Uh, that's true. Yes. That's, that's a good point, and rightfully so. Uh, I think there's a, uh, a uh, U.S. National Hall of Fame, uh, Athletics Hall of Fame. Yeah, no. Yes, yes. Uh, blatant self-promotion time. Evan and I have created the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. You can go there, www.nonhalloffame.com forward slash USA. Pretty easy to find. Yeah, I would also say uh, Mike Bossy would be a good one. Maybe I, I didn't think you were going to acknowledge any Islander today. I was going to... Well, a, I, I am. I mean, I do appreciate you are wearing the vintage, what, 1980 USA national hockey yep, team? Yep. The, 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 like, even though I'm a Canadian, I respect the fact that I think, and I've said this many times on the show, this is the greatest moment to me in United States athletic history. It, moment. I honestly believe that. Well, I am also wearing a hockey shirt today. As you can see, it's the white flag that the Bruins waved in game six tonight. As the <laughs> so... I, uh, I, I'm bummed out. There's not going to be a Montreal-Boston Stanley Cup. Yeah, well, you know who really should be bummed out is the Edmonton Oilers. They got swept by a team that got swept. And it's entirely possible that whoever wins that Vegas mm-hmm. uh, that Vegas uh, Avalanche series could also sweep the Canadians because both those teams are much better than the Canadians other than playoff yeah. Carey Price. I, I've got a vintage Nordiques jersey. I think what I'm just mm-hmm. going to start doing now is I've got a bunch of jerseys that I feel too old to wear out in public. Yet I don't. I have no problem wearing them on a show. Uh, well, I mean, this is your cool show. Sense. You can wear. This is your show. You can wear whatever you want, man. Uh, well, uh, now there, there's so many places I can go with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm taking the high road for a change. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. Never mind. I um, do have a lot of those. Yes. Uh, I, I want to start off with the rant, almost to sort of like circle back to where you went uh, last week. If you don't mind, you mean the the good, the bad, and the WTF? Well, actually, you had the bad, the ugly, and the what the what the hell? Oh yeah, that's right. We didn't even yeah. do good. There was no good last week. Yeah. Like so if, if you could remind everyone what the ugly is, uh, the the what the fuck? Sorry, the what the what, no, yeah, the, uh, that yeah. was that was the NFL finally announcing that they would not uh, use racial disparity uh, in awarding. Um, stuff out of the concussion lawsuits based on the idea that African-American players have a lower base level of brain function than white players or non-African-American players do. Right, which is, I think, probably the most racist thing I've heard in sports in the last 10 years. Except for the fact, again, I'm going to go back to this. Apparently, that is a standard in U.S. courts. Why did... Oh shit! Okay, I, I missed that. That. I, that was the rest of my rant. Now the NFL should have known better anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is apparently the standard when they're awarding stuff in 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 jury trials, which okay. is. Insane. I didn't know that. Uh, I maybe I must I must have missed that because I might have been in my own little world when you brought that up last week because I I don't recall that. Uh, not due to concussions, but due to heavy drinking. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. There you go. I'm actually trying to stay off the sauce because I'll warn you ahead of time when we meet next week, I'm going to be completely tanked because I'm watching going out a lot for the euros for the Euro. Oh, well, I, I thought you're just going to be 
you got the warm up yesterday. Canada had to beat Suriname in order to stay in World Cup qualifying. And you guys, oh, won. I didn't even notice that. You guys won four to nothing. Had you lost that game, you'd have been eliminated from World Cup qualifying. Now you have a home and home this upcoming week with Haiti. So one only one of you guys get to advance, either you or Haiti. It's a home and home on the twelfth and sixteenth. Well, I'd hate to see us lose. That's yeah. That's oh, God. So I, I so tying in with that concussion thing before we get far too off track. Usually, I'm <laughs> great at that. Uh, I, I close off saying, I wonder if anyone's going to say anything. And so I checked to see two people who I thought this is right up your alley. First one's Jamel Hill. And I have a love hate thing with Jamel. Uh, I actually respect the hell out of her, but I sure as hell don't agree with everything that she says. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that she does see racism where it doesn't exist, but she also did Logan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a Logan Paul fight from not that long ago, but she also brings light to some great things. And she, almost every time she makes me think. Mm-hmm. And I like that. So I look to see, and, and you have to forgive me. So I could be way off in this. because I don't watch your show. It's not a shot on her show. I just, I have X amount of time to watch stuff. I just don't have uh, stick to sports on my to watch list. So if there's mm-hmm. something really super interesting that might be recommended for me or sort of getting a buzz, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out on YouTube. So if she has said this, I'll take it all back. But I checked her Twitter. I didn't find anything on this issue. Nothing. Interesting. This, and again, maybe she did. But usually Twitter is where most celebrities and journalists sort of like make everything known. Not necessarily Instagram, not necessarily Facebook. Usually Twitter's the big go-to. So again, if she did, I, I, I apologize, but... How the hell, or maybe she's writing something for The Atlantic. How the hell has this not come up? Where she, like, this is perfect. This is this topic that not one of those people who might be on right-wing sports can mm-hmm. say, like, okay, you're wrong. They can't even say a what if. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you can possibly say to this. Nothing. And so what did she do to bring awareness to this? As far as I can tell, nothing. Nothing. Second person who sort of did this, uh, Rick Strom. Uh, I don't know if you know this. The Young Turks have a sports sports section. I did not know the Young Turks had a sports well, section. Well, it's basically not a sports section. It's basically this guy who I think bleeds soy. That's his blood type. <laughs> like, he doesn't actually talk about sports. He just talks about social justice, about sports. Okay. He retweeted two other things, and that's it. I checked his YouTube channel, which I did not enjoy, because, uh, again, he doesn't talk about any sports rick this is right up your alley and you did nothing it's not even about an actual sport at this point because you don't talk about sports i don't think you even watch any because you never talk about it Mm -hmm. can't say that about jamel jamel when i mean which i know her show is facetiously called stick to sports but she does talk about sports she loves her politics great that that's fine and i've always said say whatever you want i i believe in that whole idea of the U.S. thing about freedom of speech. I truly believe that, but like, as you always say, there will be consequences depending on what you say, as there should be. If you say something colossally stupid. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of, from consequences for what you say. Right. But they did nothing. Yeah. Rick, I'm pretty sure, did nothing. Janelle, I'm not so sure. But basically, what the hell's the matter with you two? 
this is the perfect thing to jump on and that nobody, I don't think a clan guy could defend this. Well, maybe they probably would try, but this is the most, it's the most, ah, all right, that's it. I just wanted to open with that. I don't want to go in too deep. I, I think, I don't think I'm going to really get anyone disagreeing with me on that. I just thought like, God, come on. Why, why are you and I talking about this more than those two? That's a very good question. Yeah. And there's been some weird things like that this week. Like I actually don't know if you know today the U S had in the vote, had a vote in the Senate and the free, on the equal pay amendment, which means that, no, women, no, I didn't know that women and men would have to have equal pay. They try to close the pay gap and it failed. It needed 60% as opposed to 5% and all the Republicans Why? voted against it. But there, there are 40, only 49 Democrats voted for it because Kristen Gillenbrand, who tweeted that morning about how important it was, didn't even bother show up for the vote. I, I don't, okay, maybe I'm a little stuck here. Uh, I thought, cause I, and I don't want to go down this political rabbit hole too much, but I, I guess I'm incorrect. I thought that it was illegal to pay a woman less than a man for the same job. I know it is in that, Canada. So I thought that it was is certainly not the case in this country. Right. I, okay. I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, on it, it, on that it's, one. It's, just, it's just not the case. So they had, they had something that was going to go through. And again, regardless of what you think of it one way or another, and I'm not saying anything about anyone except for the person who was tweeting about this morning, how vital it was, and then didn't bother to show up for the vote. Well, then that's, that is something that's, well, what's it, the it, word that rhymes with picocracy? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Anyway, but that's, it's been a weird week for that. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So I can understand that. Yeah. The, the WTF still lives on. The good news is that the NFL in 2021 finally did something about it. Um, there's a big thing this week too. It's the first time they have the maximum most beautiful woman or most beautiful model cover person was African-American this this year so the first african-american most beautiful person on maxim which was amazing for one reason for one that it was the first time and second that maxim still exists i think the third um, is what's a magazine yeah what's a magazine yeah. so so I, I believe it's something that you buy over the counter at a gun shop in arkansas um <laughs> so who was it by the way i i don't know her name i i've never i it's not someone who i knew who she was i had never seen it before so I'm, I'm going to um, try to make a mental note to check this out after the show and then I'll forget. I, I, I can look up what we're talking, but um, yeah, it was just, it was just like, I don't know. It's, it's been a weird week for a lot of things. And but it's amazing that this is still going on in 2020, mm-hmm. one, 2020, 2021, whatever uh, with, with uh, the way that they had the, uh, the concussion stuff going on. But Tiana Taylor is her name. I do not know who that is. I feel like I should. So. I'm sure she's been in something that I've seen. Uh, she is an actress, model, choreographer, and singer-songwriter. Jamel Hill has something on that. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Tiana Taylor. Okay. Well, all right. Now, we're already in this hole. Who, who is she? What, what has she been in? I want to know. I want to see if I've uh, heard uh, Jamel Hill said I uh, that um, that it's great that she's breaking barriers, but seriously, it took this long. And Jamel Hill says I had the same reaction. Great for her, but it's an awful look for the magazine. Pathetic. Um, I don't know. Who, I have to figure out who Tiana Taylor is now. Let's see. She's an American singer-songwriter. Uh, born December 10th, 1990. Okay. Um, 
So an 18 year age gap between us. So that may not, that might be a little creepy, but okay. Uh, let's see, discography. Uh, she has four, three albums, one called Seven in Roman Numerals, one KTSE, and one The Album from 2020. Okay. It was in My Super Swick Seat. Sweet 16, Stomp the Yard, Medea's Big Happy Family. Um, so how much uh, Coming to America this year? Oh, okay. All okay. right. So. Yeah, which, uh, I, which, by the way, sucks. I didn't see it because okay. I have two kids, so I haven't seen anything that's not animated since 2012. Right. I'm, I'm repeating something I said on the How the Hell Did This Get to Number One show, another blatant promotion. Uh I'll, I'll leave it with this. Uh, you you personally hate it, Evan, because uh, you're a big uh, proponent of women's issues. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the main plot of that is the key. Well, if, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. If you want, fast forward a minute, like whatever. <laughs> basically, Akeem finds out that he's got a kid in the U.S. He's wondering how the hell that happened. He got raped by Leslie Jones. Okay. Uh, the, and so he finally brings the, the, the kid back, but he's already got three daughters. Now, you saw Coming to America, the first one, right? Great movie. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't seen it? I've actually, after I watched Coming to the, the sequel, I went back and watched the first one because I just had to get that taste out of my mouth. As I say, it was so, a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I, I really did. Uh, now, if you like a lot of sort of like, uh, hey, remember this stuff or the member berries, you know, from South Park. That, then this is great. There was a lot of like, uh, they brought back uh, ev like everyone, like a, like a lot of characters that they could. Uh, having said that, in, uh, not Wakanda, damn it. Zamunda. Zamunda, yeah. Yeah, Wakanda, Zamunda. You know, I think av after this, I'd rather live in Wakanda, even though it might sort of like get invaded by space aliens. I'm sure the internet's a lot better and my wife can get a good job for me. I know I've, I've seen what happens when we get inv in, uh, invaded by space aliens. They blow up the White House and then we send up a virus and everything's fine. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're good. There you go. Anyway, so so they bring back the son who was the old, oldest son and Eddie Murphy's character's got three daughters. And all this time, women can't own businesses. Okay. In Zamunda. And they can't become, uh, I guess, queen or the the heir and shit. Okay. Wow. So Everything's so, so, really come so far. So basically, Zamunda and uh, Saudi Arabia, in terms of progressive. So my thing is, uh, you're the who the hell is that damn character name? Uh, not the, the one he married. It was just like so, such a strong woman. The woman that he came to sort of find in the U.S. Yeah, in Queens. Yeah. It's like he found his queen. Well, and, and she was so strong and powerful. And she did shit! <laughs> you were corrupted! What's the matter with you? You gave it all up. You're a sellout. And so were you, Prince Akeem. Terrible. Right, Imani Izzy. Imani. Imani. No, Imani was the one. Imani's was... the first wife. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Imani was the first one he was supposed to marry. The first one he was supposed to marry. I'm sorry. It's been so long. I can't remember the character. Lisa. Lisa McDowell. Lisa McDowell. That's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's another rant. Two in a row for those who are regular listeners. So there you go. Uh, from there, I, I, I've got another rant saved up for later. I, this was oh, a good. second rant. This wasn't, that was a bonus rant. I wasn't planning. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. Just simply because. Yeah, well, I mean, we we plan all this far in advance as we've talked. I about. actually have notes. I never have notes. Wait, what? Yes. Have aliens invaded the the, the Caribbean and uh, taken over? They have not as of yet because of uh, COVID, and they're not allowed on the island. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, they're they're only sort of disturbing U.S. Uh, aircraft carriers. Well. I guess, I guess at this point, if we need to break up your rants, I should probably go to uh, the death march, which is the shortest one, fortunately, we have ever had. Mm-hmm. And I think the best transition, if there is one, is to Clarence Williams, who passed away this week, the actor. Mm-hmm. Mod Squad. Mod Squad, the dad in Purple Rain. Um, I mean, just, just all sorts of Sugar Hill, uh, half-baked, of course, like... Just around for like the butler more recently. Um, but yeah, around for a long, long time. Um, most recently, I think he was an empire for a little bit. I remember. Oh, was I can't, yeah, I can't remember exactly. But he passed away at the age of 81. Mm. Um, he's the grandson of jazz and blues composer Clarence William and his as singer actress wife Ava Taylor. Mm. I, I tapped out on Empire once Dem- Demi Moore was there. And she uh, kidnapped Lucius. And that's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, and, I, and I never watched it after that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he passed away uh, at the age of 81 from colon cancer. Mm. Legend. So, absolute legend. Yep. And one of, one of the best Afros of the 70s. And that is a heck of a competition. Mm-hmm. So. No, for sure. I guess the other big name, uh, I guess I'll save that for the end. We only got like six people here. Um, so we lost from the world of tennis, Bill Scanlon, who reached as high as number nine on the uh, ATP rankings back in 1984. Um, a member of a couple of Hall of Fames. Um, he's a member of the uh, Intercollegiate Tennis Hall of Fame and the Texas uh, Tennis Hall of Fame. Um but he is, uh, he spent a lot of his time uh, working with the Dallas Youth Foundation for sports uh, in the Dallas, local Dallas area, working with the Mavericks and the Rangers and the Cowboys and various Olympic, Olympic athletes, uh, things along those lines. But he passed away at the age of only 64 uh, of cancer early this week. Um, also passing away, actually at 65, uh, former bench coach. I know it's weird to bring up a bench coach, but it's more interesting just because the only for the only reason I remember him, uh, Tim Tolman, who was a very mediocre minor uh, major leaguer, played from '81 to '87 with the Astros and Tigers, with a career batting average of 168 and 33 hits in his career. Uh, but he went into coaching, um, and his uh, last job was as the bench coach with the. Um, uh, with the Cleveland Indians uh, back in 2011 under Manny Acta. He had been Manny Acta's um, minor league coach uh, when he oh. was coming up. And in his last game, he, he retired after 2011 season because he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Manny Acta actually got himself, he says not intentionally, but unintentionally thrown out of the game, arguing balls and strikes on the first batter of that game. Uh, and so Tolman got to coach technically one game in the major leagues uh, in his last game before he retired, but he passed away from the complications from Parkinson's at 65. 
Uh, we lost a couple of um, people who had cups of coffee in the NBA. Uh, Eric Mobley passed away. Um, he played with uh, first round pick in 1994 um, from the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, played with the Bucks, three NBA seasons of Bucks and Vancouver Grizzlies. He passed away from cancer only at the age of 51. Uh, and Galen Young also passed away, who was uh, one of the best players, probably the best player in uh, uh, in recent times for the University of Charlotte. Uh, passed away at the age of 45 when he was at his mother's house and a car ran through her house and killed him in her living room. What the hell? Yeah. So drunk. I that part I didn't see. Uh, but he he was selected. He was selected by the Bucks. Both these guys actually selected by the Bucks. Mm-hmm. He was selected by the Bucks in the second round in '99, 48th overall. Never played in the uh, NBA, but his like his career is just a ridiculous list of places all over the world and country and everywhere that he uh, that he played. Everywhere from Grand Rapids to the Grand Rapids Hoops, the North Charleston Logators, the Alaska Aces, mm. the Yakima Sun Kings. The uh, Perth Wildcats. So, I mean, he was in Australia. He was in all over the place. But just the way he passed away, getting hit by a car in his mom's house in her living room has to be one of the weirdest ways anyone has passed away in this whole list. Which was, is was his mom hurt or killed, too? I, don't, I didn't see that. Let me actually click on the article. Hold on okay. here. Well, while you're doing that, just uh, sort of going back to two weeks for someone you mentioned who passed away that I, I forgot to. I just looked up and I've forgotten his name, but the, the, the one of the real ghost singers from R- Millie Vanilli. So the coroner's report actually came back on that and okay. uh, they blamed it on the rain. I'm glad you waited two weeks for that joke. <laughs> his mom was unhurt. Okay. So he was working on a computer in the living room and then the car went straight through in the living room at 2.42 a.m. Oh, so he's got to be tanked. Yeah, probably. Jesus Christ. Um, so, anyway. And finally, I guess the biggest name in sports who passed away this week uh, pretty suddenly was Jim Fossil, the former coach of uh, – probably known best as the former coach of the uh, Giants from 97 to 2003. But he also played in the NFL for, in, for one year, 72 with the Bears, Chargers, and Oilers before moving on to the Argonauts, and then played with a team called the Hawaiians. From oh, the, is that in the uh, that weird World League of Football? Uh, yes, the World Football League. Very, very yeah, good. I'm yeah. impressed. They're simply known as the Hawaiians, but often called the Honolulu Hawaiians. Mm. Yeah, he played for them for both of their seasons. I guess that's uh, technically the only team Honolulu or Hawaii's ever had. That's a pro. I'd Dang. imagine. Yeah. I'd imagine. So, but yeah, he passed away. He was having heart issues, went to the hospital. Um, and they um, were going to do surgery. They'd, they had uh, apparently um, sedated him for surgery, and he had a heart attack on the table mm-hmm. right before the surgery and passed away. He was 71. Um, but, I mean, he, he had a broadcasting career with the color, color commentator. He was with the uh, Ravens for a while. Um, he, I mean, just he was all around the – he was all around the NFL – uh, with the Giants, the Broncos, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and the Ravens. He even was the head coach of the Las Vegas Locomotives. Oh. Of what, what league's that? The UFL. He was a two-time champion in uh, 2008 and 2009. Okay. 
So anyway, um, Fossil passed away at the age of 71. So. Yeah, I miss that completely. Because you went through uh, who passed away before. I, I, I don't know how I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, he I, he passed away a couple of days ago. So I think on uh, Monday. Can I can I do another rant? Oh, go ahead. I don't. I mean, that was the shortest thing ever. Oh, and just by the way, the yeah. we may. I don't want to tempt her, but we may have to retire the beige mystery. She's been quiet for like two months at this point. I I told you I was worried she's going to run. Well, not worried. Thinking that she was going to be running out of Hungarian athletes. So. All right. Well, we we give it one more week and then we can just put her to bed. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so a bit of a, I guess I kind of have like, it's not another elevator up, elevator down, which is my regular segment. This is sort of like a tale of two New Yorks here. Uh, one New York thing that it's, it's not really bad or good. It's just a, a thing. Cause we always talk about franchise halls of fame. Mm -hmm. uh, they've set a date in, for the Mets to have their new class go in, uh, which mm -hmm. is 28th of July, which consists of uh, two pitchers, Ron Darling, John Matlack, and Ed, another outfielder, Edgardo Alfonso. Okay. You know, pretty good. So they're, they're doing that. Jerry Kuzman's number is going to be retired, I think, in August. I forget which date. But, you know, they're, they're moving on with that. Mm -hmm. But here's what also happened in New York. I'm assuming in New York. Did you see the official uh, votes for the NBA? Oh, yes. <laughs> I all was right. wondering. All right. First of all, we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but I, I have a mitigating circumstance I want to bring up with you when you're in, after your rant. Like, continue. Go ahead. I know. I know where you're okay. going. Okay. Yeah. Because there was one first place vote for Derrick Rose. You and I like Derrick Rose. Mm -hmm. You and I do not want Derrick Rose to be the first person to win the MVP and not make the Basketball Hall of Fame. It feels mm -hmm. like we've been talking about him since we first started talking. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we're, we're close to it. Uh, Rose. I love how he's found a new role and I hope he plays until he's 40. I really do. I like him a lot, but there's no way that he's an MVP. He's not even the MVP on his own team. Yeah, entirely true. And he, how, so how did he get it? Which, which writer did it? It wasn't a writer. It was the fan vote. So here's to all of you who voted for Derek Rose. So you got, you got all these, right? Okay. And what, for those listening, I'm holding up my hands. And for those listening, hey, you can actually watch us. Maybe you've seen us and you say, you know what? I'd rather listen to these guys. We that, do, that, we do face made for a podcast. So that, that is true, but we've both found beautiful wives. So <laughs> that was also true. That was also true. Yes. And I'm using a microphone this week, just by the way, for those of you who can't see, just in an effort to try and make me sound audible for some of this stuff. So anyway. <laughs> so hands up. Here's what I need you to do. Chop them all off, just the digits, not the hand. You can keep the hand, but your fingers have to be eliminate, eliminated. Get someone to help you with the other ones. All right, so make sure they're all sort of nubbed down so that they can't really make any kind of thing that you can actually hit a keystroke with. Now, I don't trust you, so do the same thing with your toes. <laughs> it, now, I don't I'm not say, you have now, now, for the males, I'm not saying to take off your member. I'm not. But chemical castration will be in effect here because I don't want you to be able to poke anything because clearly you shouldn't. But I thought we needed to give more to the fans, man. These writers in their ivory towers always are screwing stuff up. Sure. 
Absolutely. And why did we, why did we set up for our hall? And this is, I wasn't planning to sort of like promote it again, but why, why did we set up a committee to decide you have X amount of people that you can vote for so that you don't have a mistake like this? The weirdest thing that I think could happen is one of the triathletes get in and not because they're not great athletes. That'd be Mark Allen and uh, I'm blanking on the other one. Doesn't matter. Uh, not because they're not great athletes, because they're the least known. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them is worthy. Every single one of them. Derek Rose is a very good basketball player. He's not an MVP. I don't even know that he was an MVP in the season. He won the MVP as I look back at that year. Mm. Doesn't matter. That That's an argument for another day. This, like, I know I didn't look that hard, to be honest, is to see, like, okay, was there some kind of online push, something on Reddit? Again, I didn't look that hard because... I didn't really want to know the answer to that fact because if, if it was, you're stupid. That's it. I mean, like, I don't get it. I, I honestly so, don't understand. So here is what my mitigating circumstance on this. Okay. Derek Rose is this Knicks team in New York is the first really good Knicks team. And I know they got bounced in the first round, but the really good yep. first really good Knicks team, 15 years, really. I mean, they had some teams that were okay. But this was the first one they'd been excited about a long time. So the excitement in New York over the Knicks was a lot. So you got New York. What you may not know is Derrick Rose is the most popular player on the Bulls still, even though he's not hasn't been here for a very, very long time. Really? One of the guys I work with, who is a senior partner in my office, has Derrick Rose stuff all over his office gives us Nick's updates. He's a Bulls fan gives us Nick updates oh, on how they're yep. doing in our, in our meetings and stuff like this. I think all of Chicago voted for him too. I and don't so care. It's those stupid. Are, those are two of the three biggest cities in the country. And who knows how, how diluted this is. I do want to point out though, Derek Rose got more votes for MVP this year than uh, Russell Wilson has his entire career in the NFL. I thought you were going to say Russell Westbrook this year because he did. Oh, that too. But Russell Wilson has never had an MVP vote in the NFL. It's a bad, neither did Jamarcus Russell. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> fair. They, 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 they share a name, not even a last first name, but like they, they share a name and they were both quarterbacks in the West coast. And that is where those comparisons end. Yes. But well, I, I'm sure that he won uh, something big from NyQuil or whatever cough syrup brand it was that he was. Wow. <laughs> Which was it? Like, what was he doing? Like, is, I think that might've been where I learned the term SZUP or SIRZUP or something. Yes, like that. SIRZUP, well, yeah. We are, we are so white. We can't say that. I have no idea. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are. <laughs> yeah. But speaking just while we're here, speaking of the MVP, what do you think of Jokic as a choice? That was my choice. That's who I, that's who the official not in Hall of Fame committee of me uh, elected as the MVP. Uh, pretty much everything I did, because uh, I, I don't do coach of the year, mm -hmm. uh, came through and I don't do improved. I do sophomore. Okay. Just to be, just to be a little different, sort of like follow, follow with that. I, I love Jokic as MVP. Uh, I, I think he deserves to be MVP. Uh, I was surprised it was that much of a runaway, to be honest. Hmm. This is a little surprising. He is the first, not counting, uh, I can't remember, was it Clyde Frazier? Not, or 
I can't remember who it was for the Knicks, who was technically the ninth pick in the draft or 10th pick in the draft, but that was the first pick of the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the real draft era, he is the first second round pick ever to win MVP. Okay, I missed that. Yeah, he's a he's picked 46 overall in his draft. Uh, Crazy. Hold on. Nikola Jokic draft. Let's get the 2014. He's sorry for the 41st pick in the draft. So well, still second round. Yeah. Uh, I just want to see who is drafted around him. <laughs> basketball reference. All right. So the person right before him, the pick before him was, oh, Minnesota drafted Glenn Robinson the third. Hmm. Okay. Right before him, which isn't ridiculous. Uh, and he, and he made it to the NBA. He did make it to yeah. the NBA. He played, he played seven years in the NBA. Okay. Um, Jeremy Grant was a pick before that, also seven years so far. Spencer Dinwiddie uh, oh, also played there. Grant, oh, the pick. And Grant had his breakout year this year. Finally. He did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the number one pick in that draft was Andrew Wiggins. Whomp, whomp. Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Parker, Joel Embiid, Aaron Gordon, Dante Exum, Marcus Smart, Julius Randle, Nick Stauskas, Noah Vonley, Alfred Payton, and Dougie McDermott. Stauskas, man. Okay, with, to Wiggins, uh, and then I'll, I'll, clo- I'll, I'll finish with this. I, I don't know, because like, he's a Canadian, right? So there, there was so much hype around him, uh, not, not just in the States, of course, but like in Canada. So like this was probably the first only in last, unless this has happened since, and I'm not aware of it, where, you know, like how LeBron was so good. They used to, they, they knew he was going to be good. They, they ESPN three were showing his high school games. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, I forget. It was Wiggins with, I know it's a K team. Was it Kansas or Kentucky? I He's with Kansas. Okay. Wiggins was at Kansas. All right. So TSN or sport, I think it was TSN. They were show, they, they started showing Kansas games just because they, okay, this is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Not not as advertised. Uh, uh-huh. So just using VORP, by the way, mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic in six years, because he was, didn't come right away, has a 34.0 VORP for his career so far. Mm-hmm. Second is Joel Embiid. At 13. Embiid was in that class? He's the third pick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he missed his first. Didn't he miss his first year too? Yeah, because he was the, injured. Because of injury, yeah. Yeah, so he was 13.8. So he's got a 22.2 VORP lead at this point in their careers. Third, Clint Capella, who was the 25th pick with 10.6. Love that guy. The drop from there, number four, is Kyle Anderson, was the number four guy in VORP so far. And then Julius Randle comes in at fifth at the moment. Um, But yeah. Interesting. Okay. The rest of the top, the rest of the top ten just with Zach Levine, Dwight Powell, Aaron Gordon, Marcus Smart, and Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson Levine. is actually pick forty six. Levine's gonna rocket up that. He should. Yeah, this hasn't been updated for this year. It's just, it's just Levine. okay. Okay. Pretty sure. So I guess it just leaves us with our regular sections. Uh, we always I, I like sort of leaving you as the hammer, unless right. you can sort of like uh, go now. Whichever you prefer, my friend. All right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, so, my segment, it's Elevator Up. Who did what they should have... Ding dong. Oh, hello, Mr. Tyler. Going down. That, that's from 
Aerosmith's comeback album, which was, yeah. Anyway, love, love in an elevator. Love in an elevator. Yes. yes. A little south of sanity. Was that the name of that album? Uh, permanent uh, vacation. Permanent vacation. I'm sorry, I can't remember which album. I have I have basically all of Aerosmith's albums. But I can't remember which one it was. So I am from Boston. I'm required. Once you like hit 15, you just get a set of them. So. On that on that album was "Dude Looks Like a Lady" and yes, Steven Tyler, yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the scarves, man. It's the scarves. He, he somehow morphed into Phyllis Diller. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> no one here is going to gracefully. Yes, no one here is going to know what the hell I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, so elevator up. It's like who did who did something pretty cool that could help their cause for a future Hall of Fame. Uh, I could have easily said Carrie Price again, and I'm not going to. I think that's pretty obvious, uh, but I'm, I'm going to hold off on that. Well, I guess I get a little bit not to, to Carrie, and I'm going to do another brother of the Paul persuasion. Okay. Someone who technically didn't lose a fight because it was an exhibition. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you didn't watch it because you, you don't. You've mentioned this before that you're not a big boxing guy, so. No, and there was something else that I will talk about later that was on at the exact same time that I didn't have to pay for and was far more entertaining. Oh, I didn't pay for it either because I'm a pirate in the Caribbean. Ah! <laughs> hey, that's something else Steven Tyler should have played at some point, you figure. You could have played <laughs> Keith Richards' wife. Anyway, go ahead. So, all right, now there's a, there's a lot of articles written beforehand how this is so a disgrace to boxing, how boxing has never been lower. And you know what, they're, I get their points, I totally do. Mm-hmm. I love boxing, I really, I, and I watched this card, again, I wouldn't have paid for it. And I'm not saying to anyone out there that you should just do illegal streaming. But, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. You should that. not feel guilty about illegal streaming and exhibition boxing. Well, well, there was two legit fights in between. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was actually a fun, entertaining card. And I've watched a few Mayweather fights. Mayweather is not the most interesting boxer to watch, especially if you're not into boxing. He's a defensive specialist. Mm-hmm. You don't hurt Mayweather. Mayweather's probably never been hurt in his boxing career. I think he's been staggered a couple times, but Mayweather doesn't get hurt. Uh, he's out there to grind and get decisions. Now... Some people said maybe the fight was sort of fixed, uh, that he sort of allowed this to sort of go on. And as I'm watching I'm watching the fight, and then I've got Twitter going, and there's a black Twitter, which always sort of seems to pop up for this sort of thing. I don't think there was an, I, I don't think there was any part of Twitter that wasn't hoping that Mayweather was going to knock this guy out, mm-hmm. myself included. Uh, I don't like the Paul brothers. I don't understand why they're famous. I maybe because I'm not 18 and. A goofball kid at this point and even then i think if i was 18 i don't think i'd like these guys i don't this is like that phenomenon it's it's uh well i can't say nickelback because i know some people who really do like them but it's like they've got all these followers and the balls they're massively rich and i don't get it i don't know anyone who likes them but when mm-hmm. i go on twitter i don't know anyone who likes them either but Here's the showmanship, and this is this where boxing's heading? I don't know, but he did something that a lot of, I'll say current boxing Hall of Famers, because obviously it's not fair to go to anything beyond, like, from the last 10 years, but he sells tickets. He does. 600, apparently 600,000 uh, buys. 
Uh, Floyd Mayweather tweeted that he pretty much uh, he, he, he makes bank robbing legal. Mm-hmm. You know, he got millions of dollars. Floyd Mayweather knows that he was two things how to defend himself, uh, three, how to defend himself in a fight, how to market himself, and how to make money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he knows how to save money because he's had IRS problems in the past. But you have to hand it to him. And I was entertained as hell watching that fight. I'm glad to hear it. I I enjoyed watching it. It was a spectacle, which it was a fun thing to watch. Uh, he did well enough because he didn't get knocked down. Yeah, I know. He lasted the whole thing, which was the whole thing. Uh, I I don't think Floyd let, let, let him do that. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to like position like one clip where it looks like he's, he's holding him up at one point, but at the, at the end of the fight, Logan got his second wind. He's taunting him. It was, the crowd was actually booing because I don't think anyone there except for Logan's brother wanted to see. Well, I mean, he he sells stuff because I feel it's kind of like Howard Stern in private parts. Right. I just remember in that movie, uh, uh, was it Paul Giamatti? Yeah. It was Paul Giamatti. Well, someone's saying it to Paul Giamatti. It was someone saying Paul Giamatti that the people who liked Howard Stern listened to him for like an hour and a half a day. The people who hated Howard Stern listened to him for four hours a day. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of the same idea with, with Logan Paul that people who like him want to see what he's doing and people who hate him want to see him knock the heck out. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. And, Next time you fight somebody of note, which could be Conor McGregor. I mean, I, f- I feel could... like he's, I feel like for someone who's not really a boxer, he's acquitted himself pretty damn well. He's built like a tank. Great. He's built like a tank. Yeah. But it's not like he's, it's not like he's an actual professional boxer. He's putting in the effort. I mean, it, it show. I mean, it's, it sh- if it went to a scorecard, uh, Floyd wins lost. that, wins every round. Right. And and it's not even close. It's a unanimous decision, but that's not what this was. Right. And as much as, again, I, I think this guy's a complete goofball, but I think he loves this sport. And will that elevate the, the sport around it? Because the sport's in trouble. It has been in trouble for a long, long time. In the U.S. anyway. And in Canada. Yeah. It, it is in trouble. Uh, here's a question for you, completely out of left field. Does this, um, we got Nate Robinson off the hook? No, because Nate Robinson got knocked the hell out. And Chad Ochocinco, who is a slight elevator down, because I think sometimes people will look down on him for this. Yeah, he got knocked down. But, you know, he got up and then it was entertaining too. Yeah, but I mean, Nate Robinson was fight, like, did Nate Robinson fight that Paul brother? Oh, he fought the other one, and that's... Oh, he fought the other one. Oh, never mind. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You, you White guys the... all look the same. I can't tell them apart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, okay. Did, did you see a clip of, of, of Nate's knockdown, knockout? Yeah, I've, I've seen that before. I didn't, okay. realize was, I didn't realize it was a different brother. Yeah, Nate will never be off that hook. Oh, I, was just saying, I was just saying, if it had been the same brother, and that brother technically held Floyd Mayweather to a draw. Maybe it's not quite so bad for him getting the heck knocked out, but it may well, be that might, that might be Floyd's next fight. And Floyd said, I'm just going to keep doing this stuff. And like, okay, why not? Why not? Cause you know, if that's, if that's what's going to get you money. Great. I mean, do I like it? 
obviously I watched it. <laughs> so th this was my car crash TV. I know I shouldn't be watching it. I know I shouldn't be looking for something on the side of the road, but I did. Yeah. Do I feel dirty? Did I take a shower afterwards? Yes. Will I do it again? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to. So I got a pretty big elevator down here though. And one who's oh going down. Yeah, that didn't work. Shouldn't have done that. My elevator down is actually players having a really good year. Another good year. But he's now the face of something. Uh-oh. I didn't tell you who I was gonna who it was gonna be, but I did tell you that it was gonna be baseball related. So you might have a guess. It's Garrett Cole. Okay. And for those who haven't sort of been watching a lot, uh, or listening to a lot of baseball in the last week, another scandal with baseball has reared its head again. And this is pretty much, I, it's just the sticky substance on a baseball. And this has been, a, we've been aware of this for a couple of years. It's actually the guy who made it first aware is someone who I think is doing it too, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, well, we Trevor, ba it. Trevor Bauer was all over the Astros with their spin rates. Right. For substances like that. So. And pretty much said, he put out a tweet, I'm, I should have had it up, but I don't, but I don't, where it pretty much says, you know, like, you know, you can make somebody like go, you can just take someone who's an average pitcher and then just make them a superstar or take six out. And he was basically saying it was Cole mm -hmm. without saying it was Cole. Right. Uh, Bauer is, I, I'm going to call him the Barry Bonds of, uh, sticky substance because bonds probably looked around as he was hitting a lot of home runs in the early nineties and then looked at McGuire. And so said, like, wait a minute, I'm better than these guys. And if you can't beat him, join him. Right. Bauer kind of did. But Josh Donaldson, former MVP called out uh, all these players and specifically, I believe it was Cole. He actually said that. And for, for those wondering, and I had to look this up just to make sure I understood this myself. What does a substance on a baseball do? It doesn't make the ball go any faster, but what it does do is it, it as, you, as you mentioned, the spin rate, it, it adds spins to it. So when a fastball, especially on a four seam, is coming right at you, you think you expect it's going to drop and it doesn't drop where you think it's going to based on what you've already learned. Uh, Charlie Blackman in an SI article, I think that came out today, uh, said like he's now trying to adjust his own mind to hit it where he doesn't, to deliberately try to miss it because he thinks because it's not going where his eyes are telling him it's going to go so a lot of players are going up there to survive every club has got them and no one and this is not like peds uh peds we're not we're not evan and i got you and i've talked about this so many times so we're just mm -hmm. so i'm not going to go into it too much but peds were not banned outbreak banned by the league until 2004 i believe or 2005 i forget it doesn't matter something like that substance well, on a baseball it was 03 right so it was shortly after that I, I think substance on a baseball has been 1920 i think burley grimes is the last player who's allowed to legally use a spitball i don't want to look up when burley grimes has been dead but it's been a long time well i mean gaylord gaylord perry also was uh known for using sure. and he, he and it was in it for Gaylord Perry, it's an anecdote. It's not like considered cheating. He's like open about all the stuff he used on things. But yeah, no, it, 
totally. But you know, you you'd only get worry about that when you're caught. And they would check him a lot. And I think he only got caught until like late, late, late in his career. Mm. Right. I mean, yeah. Burley I Grimes, by the way, passed away in 1985. Oh. He lived. He lived a lot longer. He was born in 1893 and lived to 1895. He was 92 when he died. Not so much for that analogy. I thought he'd be dead before I was alive. Oh, well. Either way, it's been a long time. So I've been reading a lot about this. So like, why is nobody doing anything about it? Well, why would a manager sort of like come up and say, and try and question that? Because the other manager is going to do the same thing. Right. Because they've all got cheaters there. And did you see Garrett Cole's admission slash non-admission? I got it queued up. I'm just going to play this. Yeah, here. no, just go ahead and play it because okay. it's, it was uh, not the best answer I've ever heard. Uh, this was this was Kamala Harris bad in terms of uncomfortable. I got a more Kamala thing too, but um, here we go. I don't. So I'm just going to go back to the the question. Have you here. ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know if. Uh... I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players, and um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard, and and uh, I. Stood pretty, stood pretty firm in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. Um, you know, and, and I, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. This is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB... I'll just stop that there. Uh, so basically he said yes. <laughs> Actually said, um waited six seconds and said um i don't know how to answer that that is the most oh well it, but again it's still better than if your vice president would have answered that because it would have done this <laughs> spider <laughs> you, know, you know my favorite baseball was tupac yeah anyway didn't like that i thought that was really good it was, it was very good i just trying to stay out of politics <laughs> we go oh yeah we do, we do such a great job with that uh, <laughs> She's got to work on that laugh. Oh my God, she's got to work on that. And I said, how long have I said that? You've said it for a long time. So anyway, go back to Garrett Cole. Okay, so Garrett Cole. Uh, oh my God. So he, pretty, we know that, we don't know, but probably Verlander is doing it is, is suspected. Bauer, his spin rate just went up. And I, I was listening as I was working today uh, to the Giants-Rangers uh, game. And I, I forget which broadcast it was, because I don't remember if I was watching the Giants or Rangers telecast, doesn't matter. But uh, one of the analysts pretty much said, like, you want to know how, how, how we know that they're doing it. They went a whole inning talking about this. And you want to know how we know that they're doing that? Well, okay, they're, you, you just go from year to year, or just from, from year to year, okay, or period to period. If their velocity is the same, but their spin rate has gradually has massively increased, they're using shit on the ball. That's it. That's all you know. 
there's there's not that much more to it than that. It was pretty much the most concise reason why anyone would do that. It just it messes with you. And Pete Alonso, did you see what he said today? I did not. Okay. So Pete Alonso, uh, former rookie of the year, he said that in a lot of the clubhouses that they changed the rules based on, and this was an interesting theory, and I think there might be something to it, based on who's going to be up on the free agency class so that it might affect how much they can get paid. Mm. So going to his theory, and I looked at who was the big uh, free agents for 2021. So the top names, and they're all hitters. Freddie Freeman, Trevor Story, Corey Seager, Carlos Correa, Chris Bryant, uh, Michael Conforto, Javi Baez, okay. and Marcus Semien. Uh, the top pitcher would be Cliff Kershaw, who's in decline, and Syndergaard, who we don't know what he's going to come back out. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe that's paranoia. Maybe we got another little bit of subtle collusion. I don't know. Well, what's interesting is baseball has said they're going to do something about this, um, which I don't know what they do. But let's just say they've managed to ban all these things. Mm-hmm. It's actually the perfect solution for Rob Manfred because it makes him look like he's doing something, you know, reflexively as opposed to proactively. If everyone knows this is going on, then they needed yeah. to do something about it early and not late. Um, yeah, they did. And also- they changed the rule in 1920. Sorry. Was that uh that was probably Kennesaw Mountain Landis time period, I'd imagine. If it's nineteen twenty, I might be off on the year, but yeah. Wait a minute. So Ken am I praising Kennesaw Mountain Landis? Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but um but their big thing is not having enough balls in play. Right. And if if they spin rate is making the balls change from where the players think that the ball is supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Kennesaw Mountain Landis became commissioner in 1920, by the way. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe it was, I thought it was nice. I could be off in the year, but I know it's yeah. been a long, long time. 1920 to 44 when he died, he was a commissioner of baseball. Yeah. But yeah, also but knows- when the spitball was illegal. It was made illegal. I, I think it's 20, but who knows? It doesn't really matter. It's a long time ago. But, but they're, they've been trying to figure out how to get more balls in play, more action, because the studies have shown, do you know what the most popular play amongst baseball fans is in baseball? Most popular? Mm-hmm. For me, I just love a stolen base. But that's-, that's actually the second most popular play in baseball. Okay, we're not talking to squeeze then. Uh, most popular play. Uh, triple play? Not the triple play, just the triple. Which is a triple, okay. Because the ball's moving, there's excitement that the guy's racing around the bases. You're going to see if he's going to make it. I mean, they're inside the park home run, would technically be more, but there's so few of those on any given right. year. Yeah. But the triple is the most popular play in baseball, followed by the stolen base and then the double. Mm-hmm. Again, triple, stolen base, double. Three things that have basically been taken out of the game mostly because it's strikeouts and home runs pretty much. Mm-hmm. So knowing that they're trying to look for ways to get more balls in play, more people on base, more action on the field, which you're getting less and less of because strikeout rates have not just skyrocketed. I don't think skyrocket is the right word. They're double what they were five years ago. Mm -hmm. 
So last year, the last year and the year before, the first years of baseball history, there were more strikeouts than hits. Yeah. Yeah, you were saying that. Uh, yeah, I think you, you touched on, on this uh, a few weeks ago. You were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. But this gives Rob Manfred the worst commissioner of my lifetime, which is saying something. Uh, it gives Rob Manfred the perfect opportunity to look like he's a law and order judge cracking down on stuff and get more balls in play if pitchers can't use it. Now, pitchers are going to figure out some other way to do stuff. I mean, that's just the way things go. Um, but at least in the short term, it's a lot easier thing for them to do than the things they're looking about at, like moving the mound back or, or, um, or there are a couple. There are a couple of things they're trying in the international league. I can't remember what they all are. Yeah. And uh, they don't even have to change the rule book. They have to change the rule book. They just have to say, "Hey, stop it!" And if you don't stop it, we'll suspend you. And it stops. And then we'll see what happens with baseball in terms of more balls being in play. If the player, if the professional hitters are being confused by the spin rates of the ball, and you can bring the spin rates back down to what they should naturally be. Mm-hmm. We should see more balls in play. Yeah. And but I think the reason I picked though Cole specifically, he's the face of this. Right. At this point, uh, he is. Particularly with that answer. If he wasn't before, that answer he certainly is now. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that, that's that's another level of, of terrible. This is that's this Palmero moment in front of Congress. Because yeah, <laughs> exactly. For those of you who couldn't see couldn't hear, I was just pointing my finger. Yeah. Uh, like Palmero did. Yeah. Knowing he was going to be lying to Congress, knowing he was going to be suspended three weeks later. Yeah, Bauer will escape from this. Verlander will escape from this. Cole, who at this stage is one of the early, I mean, so early, I mean, to say, call anyone a Cy Young contender, I, I kind of, I'm hesitant to do that until July. But right. he, I think when I last looked, he was leading the league in um, stri- strikeouts to, to walks ratio in another category that I, I don't recall. His ERA is like two three two point three something. I mean, he's doing very very well. But it so then we look at the voters. So the older voters are not all of them. I, I shouldn't lump them all in, in one category, but they're cranky. A lot of them are cranky to begin with. Oh, cheat cheaters. In my day, we just ignored steroids. <laughs> right, and but for some of the younger voters, well, this is their this is their uh, Mitchell report. Yeah. You know, this is the shit that they're going to remember that they lived through. They lived through the whole Astro scandal and he's an Astro. He is an Astro. And it's, it's going to be really interesting when well, it all was an Astro, but yeah, he went, right. He's not anymore, but it's going to be really interesting when all this stuff comes up. Like I, I, we haven't talked about it yet, but next year's hall of fame for baseball vote is the single most exciting. Who knows what the hell is going to happen? Hall of fame ever, because there are take steroids out of it. They're like 18 Hall of Famers or like people have a legitimate claim to Hall of Fame next year on the ballot mm-hmm. and none or one may get in. I really think that even though he has a little bit of question mark on him that and he's a DH, I really think David Ortiz may be the only person who gets in the Hall of Fame next year and he might get in with like 77 percent of the vote. Possible. Or and we could have zero again. Or we have zero for the second year in a row with a with a ballot that has Alex Rodriguez, mm-hmm. David Ortiz, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, and Kurt Schilling on it. 
Yeah, but you know, if they if they bring up Todd Helton, that's really going to pack him. Yeah. Well, I think Todd. I think Todd Helton's a Hall of Famer. I hope I he gets too, but uh, but he's not going to be a draw. Yeah, right. But I mean, I mean, I hate if if Omar Vizquel doesn't get accused of domestic battery, he may very well have been in this year's. I don't think he would have made it last year. He made it in a big enough a jump, but without that, he may very well have made this year's class. It may have been. It may have been Vizquel's accusation of domestic battery may be the thing that helps. David Ortiz more than anything. And the fact that nobody got in last year. I think also right now there's, there's a, there's one of those 12 step groups happening where it's got Alomar, uh, oh, <laughs> Alomar, Vizquel, who's that brave from last time from last week? Oh, um, Ozuna. Ozuna. Yeah. And yes, then, but- and, and Ozuna and Osuna, right? The, uh, pitcher for the Jays who went oh, to uh, shit. That's right. Yeah, for a second, when I saw the headline quickly, I was like, wait, he did it again? Oh, no, it's, it's another guy with the same sort of name. This is sort of a, a, a segue there. Uh, I didn't like that one guy. Did one guy get fired from the Astros just because said, I'm so happy we got Osuna? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Say. Well, it, it wasn't just that. Okay, what it else did he say that I forgot? It was that and then something about uh, that we shouldn't, it was basically like, we shouldn't be listening to women. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was an uh, assistant, I'll it was just assistant GM. It was just like, it was like women make stuff up all the time. I'm happy we got them. Oh shit. Okay. All sort right. of thing. Uh, yeah. It was, it was more than just, I'm happy we got Osuna. There was okay, like another then, component to it. Okay. I, I, I didn't recall that. I, yeah. I, I don't. And again, my memory may be faulty. I have been drinking. I've gotten through half of my, uh, my drink. Are we allowed to drink on podcasts officially? On the internet, because I know on like TV, on TV you can't you can't officially say what's in the glass. So, uh, I can't I can't see why not. And you know I've done some of these drunk. No, it's true. But regardless, um, so not this one. Yeah, so that 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 was a good that was a good elevator down. Yep. So yeah, that one I thought would be like pretty interesting. But yeah, so now now the hammer. <laughs> Oh, that was weak. The good, the bad, and the ugly of sports of the week. Yes. All right, who's the Clint Eastwood? The Clint Eastwood in this situation is someone who is significantly shorter than he is. Simone Biles. Um, who also, I think another Jamel Hill quote, also said the best athlete, period. Agreed with you. Yeah, so I talked, I pitched something to you a couple weeks ago for these dog days of summer, trying to steal something from the Ringer, yeah. um, from the Ringer football show about our, our, our um, some controversial takes that people may yeah. not. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you, you said best athlete period, and I will never sanction someone who's under 100 pounds as the best athlete period. Simone, ba- Simone Biles is the best athlete in the world. Under 100 period. pounds. You want to do under 100 pounds as a qualifier? Fine. She's the best athlete in the world, period. In comparison with her peers, there is nobody at okay. all. Okay. Well, okay. If, if you're putting that there, I'm inclined to then see it in comparison to her to most dominating athlete in her sport. She. Of course, I don't know what's so, going on in the rest of the world in gymnastics. So, you know. so she, she just won her seventh consecutive U.S. national title in women's. Done that? I don't think so. What? Is it? No one's ever done that, right? No, that's that's the record. Okay. Uh, 
And she didn't even do her hardest stuff. It's not fair. She, she was so good on the floor. On the first day, she went out of bounds three times. Like she landed out of bounds, didn't fall over, just landed with her foot out of the zone she was allowed to land in. On sorry, on what event? On her top on her tumbling passes on the floor. Oh, okay. She still won the event by over two points in, in a sport where things are measured in 0.01. Mm-hmm. She won the whole thing by 4.7 points over second place. So Simone's your good. So, I'm sorry. Simone is your good. Oh yeah. No, she's my good. Yeah. Simone Biles is my good. She is insane. And she, the, her vault that she's done, which I've seen videos of, which is what prompted me to say she's the greatest athlete in the world. Mm-hmm. If she falls, it's so hard that if she successfully does it and falls, she still automatically wins compared to everybody else based on what they're doing. Uh, like a degree of difficulty scoring? Degree of difficulty. She's doing like three flips and four turns on a vault and le- sticking it perfectly. She didn't even use it in the U.S. championships because, A, it's dangerous, and, B, she didn't need to. Yeah, so why do it? Yeah. So why do it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, sh- and she is just absolutely the most dominant force anywhere as okay. far as i'm concerned so, so question for you uh yeah. when you first sent that take to me i i was i was and you know, we went a bit back and forth and then i said did you see her first pitch yeah I, and i i thought that it was bad but no i went back no no no, no, no. yeah and I, I, it's I, ridiculous yeah, I it's really good yeah no and i know that sort of like might have sounded like i was being facetious so for anyone who hasn't seen it just yeah youtube simone biles first pitch and if you and if you want to get the taste of the Astros cheating out of your mouth because she's wearing an Astros jersey doing that, she does a flip and throws a strike. I mean, throws yeah, she, a strike. I mean, she went a little closer. So what? Nobody can do that. I think she probably I, could have threw a strike in mid flip. I don't think that you want to be flipping on like a a mound. I think you need flat surface for landing on that, so you don't turn an ankle. That's, so that, well, that's true. Uh, so there was also, like the, also there's that rubber there you can land on and slip. So uh, also too, like she had a post interview, like like during game interview, which I, which I did find. And so they they whoever it was, I guess some sideline guy just talked to her about that. I said like oh, it was just something that worked out with my dad, and we figured okay, well if I if I throw a bad pitch, then people won't be talking about that. And then she throws a good pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, if she if she throws a bad pitch, well she did a flip first, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, makes sense. So anyway, Simone Biles is my good of the week. Seven straight U.S. championships. The massive favorite in Tokyo, presuming the Olympic Games continue. It's go- it's happening. I know. Too many. There's too much money involved, but the citizens of Japan are not exactly thrilled with it. No, they're not. But it, it's so. it, and they're not exactly the most animated people. So, well, they're that, animated, but most of their animation is like. Well, that's anime. I, I can't I can't finish that sentence. Uh, oh. So, uh, so <laughs> you could I could, but my wife just walked into the next the next room from downstairs. Um, so, yeah, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Whose house is this? Um, so, yeah. So we'll go to the bad now. The Lee Van Cleef. The Lee Van Cleef. Yes, in this in this uh, this situation, uh, and I'm going to soccer. Um, I'm actually going to soccer for my last two things, but soccer in this case is the MLS and one franchise in particular. 
Now, I know we talk a lot, a lot about international soccer. We don't talk about the MLS because while it is a very much growing league, it is not on the level of the European League, certainly not even on the level of like the Argentine League. Uh, it's probably still a step below the Mexican league, although I feel it's catching the Mexican, Mexican league fairly closely at this point. Um, but do you know what's going on at inter Miami? No. Okay. So inter Miami, which is tied in with inter Milan, uh, and has an, one of the owner members, of the ownership group is David Beckham, who retroactively, we talked about the last two guys who were going to get into the, uh, oh. hall of fame. And I said, I don't think David Beckham was getting in. And then David Beckham got in, mm-hmm. um, but so the owner of that of um, Miami is named Jorge Mas. Um, and Inter Miami got the largest fine ever in the history of MLS. Now, this isn't going to sound like a lot, uh, but in terms of MLS and how much they pay people, it is. They got fined for two million. They got fined two million dollars mm-hmm. for messing with the the roster rules in the MLS. Um, so the way the rosters work in the MLS, there are um, the highest paid players on the, or the, the maximum you can get paid uh, for a team. Hold on. I have it right here. I moved it earlier uh, is $651,250 is what you can get paid is maximum salary. Each team has a budget or a cap of 5.21 million as a salary. So $2 million is a significant portion of that. Now, there are three exceptions to the salary rule called designated players mm-hmm. who can make more than that, one of whom, uh, Higuain, plays for Inter-Miami. Um, so you're allowed three of those slots, and there's another slot for young designated players who are people who don't make that much but are going to be making that much at some point, and then homegrown players who can make more as well if they, you got them through your academy and brought them up. Uh, that don't count against the salary cap the same way. It's complicated. But all you need to know for this is you got three designated players and that's it. Okay. So they took uh, the former Atlanta United general manager, uh, McDonough's his first name. I'm blanking on or his last name. I'm blanking on his first name right now. It's, uh, I can't think of his name. Regardless. So he got banned through 2022. Because he fudged with the designated player rules. They intentionally underreported salaries in an effort to try and get around it. Now, one of them they were trying to put as a a young designated player, but he made too much money. So that wouldn't have worked. And he knew better than this, Paul McDonough. So he knew better than this. Um, And he got banned all the way through 2021, all the way through 2022. They got fined $2 million. So Jorge Moss comes out today or maybe it was yesterday i can't remember it was either yesterday or today i think it was yesterday actually and it's talking about the fine and says we did the wrong thing we should have had more stuff in play uh we got this guy who was supposed to be the best at what he did and we gave him full reign without very much oversight and he burned us well that's true or not that's what he said right he then goes on to say that he expects that they're going to be able to sign lionel messi to the team in 2023 okay Lionel Messi is currently making $73 million a year. Just in his salary, not in endorsements, not in anything else. He's making $73 million a year. Also known as the entire budget of the Western Conference of the MLS. So he's got a lot of creative accounting up his sleeve. 
So the way that he, he's talking about doing this is that they'll have a relationship. His last two years with Barcelona are really not real years. Barcelona expects him to be playing for him. So he'll come to Inter Miami to end his career. And then he'll go back to Barcelona as like a global amb- brand ambassador and whatever. Using the sort of the same interesting accounting they used to get David Beckham over at the Galaxy using endorsements and other things to make up the difference in between salary and everything else. Basically making rightfully so if that happens Messi the face of uh, the face of the league right if he comes over here even if it's Messi as a 37 and 38 year old right but just having a press conference where you just got busted for designated player things and got the biggest fine in NFL history and had your general manager ban they fired him as well but he got fired and then banned through 2022 it's probably not the time to be dropping the 73 million dollar players going to be playing for us in three years ball that's crazy. So, like, so in the, that case would be like a personal services contract. Yeah, it's it, they did a weird thing when Beckham came over. Okay. Uh, they gave him a few. They like I don't know if you remember at the time, but there are a lot of LA Galaxy commercials and things around with. Beckham. I remember that, yeah, but I didn't. They did, they did the same thing with Ibrahimovic when he was over here temporarily too. There was a lot oh, okay. of Ibrahimovic stuff as well. Um, Players want to make it in the U.S. because we're the largest market for stuff, and it builds a brand. Although Messi doesn't necessarily need that, and neither did Beckham. It did a lot for Ibrahimovic when he was over here in terms of his bottom line and marketability. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Inter Miami FC, uh, a team, by the way, who is not good while doing all this. Um, yeah, you, you end up on the bad list just for the press conference that didn't go the way it should have gone. So before we get to the Eli Wallach, I got a great Euro bet for you. Oh, good. Yes. All right. So, like, I think we should sort of, like, embrace our European ethnicity. Okay. You can take Ireland. I'm going to take Germany. And whoever does best. Oh, come on, man. I don't think I, Ireland even make it. Ireland lost to Luxembourg. one nothing in World Cup qualifying in All right. March. So the closest country, you got Wales. Uh, Wales is not bad. Uh, yes. Uh, I, so let's see here. I have it up right here. So Wales is in with Italy, Turkey, and Switzerland, which is not the best. Hey, Germany is stuck with France, Portugal, and Hungary. They might not yeah, get out of the first. Here, here's a question. Here's a question for you. Sure. Over under on goals scored by Hungary with Portugal, France, and Germany. I'll go two in those three games. Would you take over or under? I take two. You take you. You'd push. Yeah. I, so yeah. If, I, if I if I did one and a half, you'd go over. So this is a this is a weird Euro Cup because they have so many hosts, so like a ton yeah. of host countries. So the games in Germany, their games in Hungary, in Spain, Scotland, England, the Netherlands, Denmark, Russia, and Italy. And then there are other ones. Ireland was one of the other ones, but Ireland got eliminated. Ireland was supposed to have games. Slovenia was supposed to have games, but they got eliminated. Uh, so yeah. It's just, it's interesting what's going on. So you don't like that bad idea. By the way, I am also German. My middle name is, my middle name is German. So. Evan German Nolan? No, my middle name is Graf. Okay. G-R-A-F-F. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I come from a long line of uh, Germans out here in the Midwest. So, but. Uh, long line of Germans in the Midwest. That so, actually doesn't sound so good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm French, German, and Irish mostly. And apparently depending on which which of the uh, blood tests I did for the genetic stuff you believe, either one-eighth Iberian or 1% Basque. I got the same blood test, told me both. 
So, so that bet went nowhere. Yeah, that one's not gonna work. But I don't know. We I like the idea you did. We should do it off camera and talk about it next week. Right. Just draft for we get we each pick. Tourney starts on the eleventh, so we could just sort of like go back and forth. All right. Do you want to do you want to just do it now, quick? Uh. You have it in front no. of you. No, I don't have it in front of me. All right, so let's let's we'll do it we'll do it off air when we get it, and then we'll tell everybody who we pick next week. Sure, I'm gonna lose because I always lose everything when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> I, I, especially cons considering I'm gonna pick the wrong team first. Are 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 you going for Finland? <laughs> well, no, no offense, no offense to Finland. Finland's actually in a group they can do pretty well in, but this is Finland's first ever international tournament. Ever. Oh really? Oh, wow. They never they never made one before. Um, I don't think people really care about our bets, but uh, yeah. the ugly, who, who, what do we have? The ugly goes to, and I was, I joked with you, I was thinking of doing the good, the bad, and the ugly on one sporting event. Mm -hmm. um, I decided just to stick with the ugly for either the greatest sporting event, the worst sporting event, or both at the same time I have ever seen. Okay. The U.S. versus Mexico. Oh, okay. I read about this. Yeah. It took place. In the made up, and it's entirely made up. It's a brand new name, the CONCACAF Nations League that they had as a continental championship that they invited US, Mexico, Costa Rica, and Honduras to. And that was it. Um, so Mexico beat Costa Rica. The US squeaked it out over Honduras. And so we had a final in Denver between Mexico and the US. This is the youngest U.S. team ever to appear in a continental final. They're like super young. Mm -hmm. um, and the U.S. ended up winning the game 3-2, spoiler alert, in, in extra time. Uh, the winning goal was scored by Christian Pulisic, Captain America, they first, who, who won the Champions League and this title within a week. So he's had a pretty good week of soccer. But to be honest, Pulisic wasn't good for most of this game. Um, he, but... This game had – you remember the old skit um, with um, – oh, God, what was his name from Saturday Night Live? Um, if you want to go to a bar in New York, the bar to go to is whatever. It, it's a bar with everything. Do you, why, why can't you think of his name? Uh, no, it's, I'm, I'm blanking on that. Oh, my God. It's, it's uh, Stefan. Uh, Stefan uh, – Played by Bill Hader. Okay. Like this bar has everything. Midgets on pogo sticks, biscuit knees, like just just like crazy, crazy stuff. This game literally had everything. It had a first minute goal. It had disallowed a disallowed goal. It had a penalty shot on as a defender, I would have expected for both penalty shots to be called on me. But both of them you could argue are fairly weak penalty shots. But at least each team got one. We had an injured goalie for the U.S. We had to replace our goalie with, like, the keeper, a 34-year-old keeper who was sucked at Bruges this year, which is not a good team in the Belgian League, mm -hmm. who all of a sudden had the game of his life and saved the team. We had multiple instances of projectiles, for lack of a better word, coming out of the mm -hmm. stands uh, and – knocking both an American hitting both an American and a Mexican player in the head. Henry, Henry, uh, I can't think it's Gonzalez. I, I, uh, I can't remember which one, what his last one, name is. One each got, got beaten in yeah. the head. Yeah. Well, got hit in the head, but he was like, 
the Mex that the Pulisic went over to celebrate his goal in front of the Mexican section of the stadium and projectiles came down and they hit their own guy in the head. Uh, what, what was the crowd like? 50-50? Somewhat. I mean, it was it was sparse. The thing about holding – the reason that the Latin American teams don't mind holding these soccer tournaments in the U.S. so much yeah. is that, A, the fields are usually in pretty good condition compared to – like, if you ever see the U.S. – well, fortunately for the U.S., both Trinidad and Tobago and Guatemala were eliminated yesterday from the World Cup qualifying mm -hmm. because in the last go-around, they lost at Guatemala, and all they needed to do was tie Trinidad and Tobago, and they lost, and they didn't make the World Cup. Well, they had to um, play twice. They had to play Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, it's not fair to have to play two countries. Um, uh, but if the legit I, reporter I, actually asked that once to a U.S. coach, by the way. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, but I mean, that game in Guatemala in the World Cup qualifying was just basically, it looked like an artillery field that had been drowned. Living in Barbados, Evan, uh, I, I, I can tell you flat out, I mean, it's, 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 there's not a great field here. Although, actually, I'll, I'll have something to say after that. I, I don't want to. Shouldn't they have the Bermuda grass? Shouldn't they be able to get that done? I don't know. Um, I guess Bermuda is the middle of the Atlantic. Not the coast, uh, yeah. No, with Bar Yeah. But that I'll, joke, I'll with that joke was. That joke didn't make it. Um, so, but this game was absolutely nuts. But the, again, I'm going back. The reason this ends up in the ugly side of things is we're back again to fan behavior. Mm -hmm. Yep. Like we've been locked up for 15 months and the way things are going, we need to be locked up another 15 months because this can't do what we're doing. A fan ran on the field during the game. Mm -hmm. uh, we had, we had the projectiles, we had people getting injured. We had a, what they said was a homophobic rant, our, our cheer coming out of the out of the stands that they stopped the game for a while and brought all the players to the center um, because they're chanting a four letter word in in Spanish, which I don't actually think in my I'm, I'm a I won't say I'm a native Spanish speaker, but I do speak Spanish fluently just because I lived and worked in Argentina. Does it start with a P? It starts with a P and ends with okay. an O. Okay, I know what it is. Okay, yeah, and. It's not a word that generally you would use for homosexuality, in my opinion. There are, lot, there are lots of other words you'd use. That's not the one. It, it essentially equates to effort, right? Okay. Um, and there's chanting that, so they stopped the game for a while, like in, in, extra, in extra time. Like it, the whole thing, we just need to figure out what the heck is going on and how we're supposed to behave again, because these guys are out there for our entertainment, but this isn't the Roman Coliseum with gladiators. Like, well, I got to agree with Kyrie when he said like, we're, they're treating us like zoo animals. I don't want to agree with Kyrie in a lot of things. Kyrie thinks the earth is flat. I'm going to agree with Kyrie here. I don't agree. I, we've been through this. I don't agree with Kyrie in almost anything, but yeah. he's right. Yeah. He's entirely right on that. Mm -hmm. And, We've had a ton of people running this uh, run on the field. We had a couple in the a Cubs game earlier, or a couple of ga Cubs games this week. Someone ran onto the field. Um, Nothing in it, hockey, I don't think. It's kind of hard to run on in hockey. Like you, you gotta, you gotta get over that glass, and then you land after like ten feet. Uh, YouTube you some great seventies stuff, though, man. Yeah. Well, what, what was the one? Was it who was uh was it Ken Hitchcock? No, Joel Quinville went to the crowd to punch the guy. Something like, something like that or just like there was like things where 
I forget where I gotta find that clip there where just th this one fan and then then the, the, he tries to like go like right into the like right into the into the bench, bench area. Yeah, and then he's just pummeled by like everyone. Actually, one did get on the ice and then goes in the front, and then it's just what are you thinking? This, you're gonna pick. You're, okay, you're gonna pick any team sport. You're gonna do like the one team sport where they're actually allowed to fight. Yeah, I know. Like, the, one team sport, the one team sport they're allowed to fight, and they have lethal weapons on their feet. <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go pick on Bryce Harper. I've seen him try to throw a punch. <laughs> go pick on almost any NBA center not named Joel Embiid. I think Embiid can throw a punch. The rest of them, not really. Well, no one's throwing you, a good. You can get within because I mean, like, the reach is just so wank. Well, okay, no, you know, no, not that Evan and I are advocating wait, for anyone to go pick a fight with any any player. Right. Let's, let's, we should move on from that. But I'm I'm glad you sort of settled that thing though, because like I read that it was homophobic, and knowing that it's this word, I I never well, again. You'd know far better than I, having lived in South America and your Spanish knowledge. I mean, again, maybe maybe there's some permutation of that in Mexico that I don't know, but I can tell you in Argentina. That ain't the word they use. There's like seven of them they use, and that's not one of them. Um, so seven? the most I, I'm estimating. I don't happen to have a lexicon of them off the top of my head. I've just heard several. The most common one starts with an M and ends with an N. Um, yeah, but, who were they chanting it to? Like the ref or? Oh, they really, really hate Kristen Pulisic. Oh, who they call, uh, I saw multiple after the U.S. won multiple Mexican fans in English call him Christian Pulisic. So they hey, really, really dislike him. Can I ask you something? You watch a lot of more soccer, way more soccer than I do. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously a lot of uh, U.S. Uh, US team stuff. Is it got to be, I can't imagine what it must be like for Team USA, Team USA, uh, when they're hosting a Latin American country, no way, especially Mexico, Mm -hmm. Like, because my understanding, because I've, I've seen, I, I think the last time I did watch a, a U.S. game was U.S. versus Mexico in L.A. I forget what concept. Right. Well, I mean, and, yeah. And you're in your country and the crowd's 90-10 against you. Maybe more. Yeah. I mean, that's why they tend to hold the Mexico games in more Caucasian locales. Um, got a decent hispanic population I yeah think. they do they do for that that was one of the things with this tournament but, that you know to be to be fair in, if i'm you if i'm this player I'd, I'd rather play in denver than la right mexico. Well, one of the i can almost guarantee you so the u.s is playing mexico at home in january in the upcoming thing so just you know for Concacaf qualifying the way they did it this year the top five teams in the rankings just got to the last round so it's u.s mexico Costa Rica, Honduras, and who am I leaving out? Somebody else. I can't think of who, who I'm leaving out right now. Everybody else had to go through this tournament. We're down to the final six of those ones are playing home and home. The three who survived that get to go into the final qualifying thing. I can almost guarantee you that game that they're going to play is going to either be in Salt Lake City or Columbus. Mm. Uh, and maybe Minneapolis. But I can I can almost guarantee you that game is going to be one of those three cities, mm -hmm. because it's the only the only three cities where they are not in the U.S. where they are not overrun, basically the U.S. team. 
Barbados, I, I didn't check to see how they were doing. I was sort of hoping that I could actually see a qualifying game, mm -hmm. but Bar they're not right now. I think they just lifted the ban uh, like for COVID. Like, and again, Barbados has done a fantastic job. Uh, kudos to the prime minister here, Mia Motley. Uh, but one of the things they sort of banned is contact sports. Mm -hmm. I think up until now, actually last Monday, they might've done that. So I don't believe, so I wasn't able to try to catch anything. So yeah, so let's do World Cup I'll ever get. So Barbados finished third in their group. So they were ahead of Dominica and Anguilla, but finished behind the Dominican Republic and Panama. So, oh, Jamaica was, sorry, Jamaica is the fifth team. So Honduras, United States, Costa Rica, Mexico, Jamaica. And then we have playoffs between uh, Canada and Haiti, Panama and Curacao, who knocked out Guatemala, and St. Kitts and Nevis in El Salvador. St. Kitts knocked out Trinidad. So, yeah. So, and my, my dream of going to any kind of World Cup thing is dead. Oh, well. Well, what are you going to do? Nothing. Canada, who knows? Maybe, maybe Canada, well, the Canada and U.S. are supposed to host it together. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to be. In 2026. I, I might not be there. I mean, I, I don't know how much longer we're going to be in Barbados. I have a feeling not much longer. But where what happened to the frogs, by the way? Uh, that's a good, you know what, uh, when it's not raining as much, uh, they don't, they don't come out and whistle. So we're yeah. in dry season. Uh, I think in a couple months are going to be back. Uh, I, 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 for, for those of you who don't know, the frog, the frogs are audible in the background. Yes. I, I seriously thought for like the first few times when I heard them that you were like sitting on a porch swing <laughs> back and forth with a, with like a, a stingray in your hand, a stingray beer in your hand, just sitting there drinking. <laughs> Uh, but no, no, they're the frogs. Yeah, whistling frogs. Uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's been like really, really dry. I haven't heard them in a while. I'd have to put a pillow over my my ear just to, when I when I try to go to sleep. But no. I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. I don't miss them. Yeah. Well, that's a com another coming attraction. So, all right, we're we're coming up on like uh, almost two hours here. Yeah, and I think that sort of ends ends that. Uh, next week we'll do our regular segments: elevator up, elevator down. Uh, Evan's good, bad, and ugly of the week of sports. And there's always stuff. There's always, always something. Uh, especially with, uh, there maybe not be, be a whole lot of Hall of Fame news, but with the playoffs, uh, you know, going into the next rounds in hockey and basketball. And we'll see if Rob Manfred does something. Maybe he'll be elevator up. He's going to get in anyway. So. He's getting in anyway. It's like, it's like the Wonka Vader that can go in any direction. It's just elevator sideways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, although there are there is some illegal substance on the wires holding up Garrett Coles. <laughs> I, I honestly believe that this this is going to cost him at some point. We'll find out because yeah, he could win a side. He hasn't won a side young yet, I think, has he? I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't believe he has. Hold on. Yeah. I don't. But yeah, he's been he's been in in that hunt for it, but he's. He's the face of this, and he's also the voice of this. Uh, uh, uh. How did he not think prep something? Somebody was going to ask him this. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he has not he has not won a Cy Young award. He's three time All Star, ERA leader, strikeout leader, first team and second team in the MLB, yeah. but he's not been a uh, 
Cyan winner. I don't know. But yeah, something will always come up. So with that, we say stay safe, everybody. Uh, have a fantastic week. Watch some playoffs. Listen to some frogs. Watch to a lot. There's a ton of soccer this week. I don't know if you care, but there's the, the Conway Bowls championship is happening. Uh, and the Euro Euros are happening as well. So some incredible soccer is going to be happening this week. So if you don't, not sure you can get into soccer, you haven't gotten in, these are the games to watch. These are the watch. games that England's going to play Scotland in a game. I plan to go to the bar for that one. Because <laughs> like, this is, uh, if, if, you, if I'm going to find other non Bayesians, it's going to be British people. I, I'm going to sort of like stick the needle, like, hey, the Macintosh over there said something. I just want to <laughs> see, what, see what happens there. Probably nothing. Anyway. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care, everyone.